At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin Big Bets here on VSIN on a Friday. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here coming to you from South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, Amal, I wake up today. By the way, we've got Kenny White going to talk all things college football with yeah. Kenny and Dalen Cuff going to talk some soccer in hour number two. But you wake up today, and it's almost remember the great '80s movie about last night. Uh, I do not, but I know what? the movie. Rob Lowe. I I, I know who's in it, and, uh, and uh, Demi Moore. Yes, very. Yeah, good. of course. I remember the line. Some some of us are not as naturally pretty as you. I remember. Yeah, I know the movie, but I don't remember the full details of it. It feels like about last night in college football because oh, oh a great my line. goodness, there were so many things that I know we're going to look ahead, obviously, to this card tonight and to the Saturday action too. But there's some things that I think you want to get off your chest from what you saw last night, and I will start by saying. The West Virginia game, we got to play that one every year. We can't wait 11 years to have the backyard brawl. And also, obviously, the Purdue-Penn State game. A lot of consternation on the network. A lot of consternation for anybody that backed Purdue last night, taking those three and a half. Tough way to go in game number one. Amal Shaw, what's on your mind this morning? Well, first of all, how about Jeff Brom create an offense that can actually run out the clock a little bit? I don't care if you're running in the line of the scrimmage. The reason why it's a better play than the incomplete pass is because you're taking time off the clock. And then on that third down out route, you know if the receiver, he doesn't have to catch the ball. You know what he has to do? Just stop on a dime. The DB is going to truck him. He's going to get a PI. The game is going to be over. They get the first down. You know, the Purdue defense made two crucial stops and the offense couldn't execute. I mean, they look like a team. It's like you're playing backyard football and you're not allowed to run the ball. I mean, that would like, hey, guys, we can't run the ball. It's an automatic must throw the ball. I mean, it was unbelievable. The missed opportunities Purdue had to put this game away. Give Sean Clifford and company a ton of credit. And by the way, James Franklin, this kid Singleton, this dude is a beast. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I was watching that game last Ooh. night. I said, between Drew yeah, Aller and Singleton, I said, oh, we got some problems coming on the horizon here coming out of State College. Well, I, there's, there's so many things in this football game, and certainly even in the backyard brawl, where you look at, I know we always think maybe the line's going to be a little bit loose in week one. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, we, Pitt wins by seven, seven and a half, right? Penn State wins by four, three and a half. Uh, not so loose here to begin. It was tight either way. No matter which way you had, you were sweating it either way. Absolutely. But I, I thought if you look at – uh, we said this yesterday. I said, the reason why I don't like either of these games, I thought they could go either way. Yeah. Look, if you had Purdue, you'd sit there and say, oh, I took a tough, I don't want to say tough beat in the sense of like a bad beat. I'm just saying just as a figure of speech. 
But for me, I thought that was a game. It could have gone either way. You had plenty of opportunities to be able to hedge in a situation. Yes. That, that's why people who say hedging, I, I'm like, are you out of your mind? You know, you could have gotten Perdon at plus 10.5 when the second half started. They were minus one at halftime. And you could have come back with Penn State plus 250 and $3 on the money line. This is how you make money in this. You got a 10-point margin right there. It's incredible. The backyard brawl, a friend of mine sent me a text. He goes, Greatest game ever to hedge every six, uh, every which way on both sides You're making here. Making profit. You're making profit, exactly. You could have gotten Pittsburgh plus points. You could have gotten West Virginia. You liked before the game started at plus eight, came down to seven and a half. Ample opportunity there. Um, I thought there were some missed opportunities. By the way, Keaton Slovis, holy cow, he looks like the fourth quarterback out of USC. When you look at Jackson Dart at Ole Miss, Caleb Williams now at USC, and uh, JT Daniels. I thought Daniels played pretty oh, well. Yeah. That interception, unfortunately, oh, not was not his, his fault. Right. No, exactly. Office fans, uh, right, in, his, right yeah. in the right spot. Back to the Purdue game for one quick second. Yeah. And I did think about this. And I, you'll find out very quickly. I'm not a tell-me-about-the-labor guy. Just show me the baby. Right? <laughs> I, I really do not care how we get there as long as we get there. So, like, I'm not a process guy. I know everybody's process. And we, you know, look at Brandon Staley. Well, if he does that process, they're going to win. Dude, you got to win. So, if Brom could figure out a way to get that first down – if he called maybe a safer play, like a screen pass to keep the clock moving and try to utilize his best asset if he thinks it's O'Donnell's quarterback, then so be it. You have to figure out a way to win that game. So I don't care how you do it, just do it. And then when you don't do it, it opens themselves up for criticism like today. But analytics has said that, well, that's the better way to go. He should pass against those running fronts. He should pass in the situations where it looks like they're going to run, take timeouts, and it's going to be third and four. Can they pick up four yards? But Penn State doesn't have any timeouts left. I understand both sides. So I see both arguments. You got to win. So, Brom, I don't care if you're following the book. I really do not. Figure out a way to win that game because when you lose, it's going to open yourself up to this type of criticism. I would agree with everything you said. Here's where I would challenge you on the analytics. Simply put, at the NFL level, you're going to have a harder time peeling off a nine-yard run with a seven or eight-man front. No In college football, there are so many times where there are missed tackles and opportunities Tackle's that arise. Terrible. Exactly. So I think that's where you could have taken advantage of it. You know, what killed them was the completion on second down, and there was a chop block. Mm, yes, and, you know, yes, yes, generally yes, yes. speaking, a chop block doesn't affect the play in actuality. Mm. It's just a procedural play for protection of the players, which I get. But that, I thought, was crucial in terms of how it really stymied Purdue because it would have gotten a first down, put them really in a position where now you could have really started to work the clock. But give but, Penn but State right. credit. If they, don't, if they don't call a pass play, there's no chop block. Exactly. So I, I just think you had to make Penn State utilize their two timeouts on defense. They've got to go into that scenario. You know, the other mistake was with 29 seconds. I'm uh, watching the game with a friend of mine. and go, oh, time, 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 time out, time out. I'm like, dude, what are you saving the timeout for? You've got to get to, it's like survive in advance here. You've got to get yourself in a position. Maybe we get a first down. Maybe we get out of bounds. Maybe we get a PI. We put ourselves in a position to have a Hail Mary. You cannot allow that clock to tick down and the next play coming at 16 seconds or whatever it was. Couldn't agree more. So, again, officially, though, yeah. if you had Purdue last night or Perdon, as you say, yeah. not a bad beat. No, not at all. They, they were fortunate to be in the game. Look, in the first half, they missed some opportunities. But I thought Penn State did a great job adjusting defensively, making plays. There were some penalties and some self-inflicted uh, wounds by Purdue. But overall, you got to give Sean Clifford credit, right? He didn't play a good game. He was an average quarterback at best in that yeah. game. But when the chips were down, Penn State went down and rallied. And I thought once they got around uh, the 25-yard line or 30-yard line of that big play where they went to the outside – I said, they're going to score here. You just felt like they were going to be able to score. I, you know, I, I thought you might even be rougher on Jeff Brom today. That was actually a very – I thought it was a very eloquent take. Oh, like, tr really tr trust me, the, these non-Mensa members will be showing themselves over the next 10 to 12 weeks. Wait till we get to the stupidity of the NFL. I thought that was a big, huge moment by Clifford last night, too. The one other game I wanted to point out, we didn't really hit on, but we talked about as one of our pro tips yesterday, Oklahoma State, oh Central goodness. Michigan, right? That for, that halftime score, 44-15. to 15. We talked about those first half lines yes. yesterday. What does the final score end at? 58-44, Central Michigan covers covers all the numbers out there. So, that, you know, exactly what we ended up talking about yesterday, warning people about with half, first half batting. No question about it. And, gentlemen, how about the overs? Oh, my goodness, this one actually hit the over by halftime, yeah. as Kelly points out. And also, Penn State, it looked like, you know, well, maybe it's going to be kind of a mud, mud, you know, rock fight. No, that thing soars over. West Virginia and Pittsburgh's 10 all at the half and soars over in the second half as well. So these some of these high-profile games, you know, all on TV, national TV, 
Those overs, you had the overs yesterday. You were cashing tickets. By the way, how many rock fights have you been in? I just, I hear I've everybody been, always say the rock fight is like the only analogy. Everybody that works at Beeson, I'm convinced they all got a 200 on the verbal section of the SAT. <laughs> Our analogies are so bad. It's Ron, the West Middle's go to, man. All right, come I, on. I think it's the easy. only one. We, we recycle more than waste management here. I've been in a rock fight. Was, one. Yes, it was 10. And one of our neighbors, Chapel Amos, was a little bit demented. He would give us a head start before he started throwing rocks at us as we oh. rode off on our bikes. <laughs> tough, tough kids. I, I will say real quick, just on the backyard brawl, to your point, to kind of put a bow on it. What a tremendous game. Uh, I- incredible. And you're right. They should play this thing with more frequency. We got to play that thing a lot more often than every 11 years. Uh, again, we got some games tonight. Uh, West Michigan, Michigan State. We'll talk about uh, Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. That number has moved a little bit uh, as well in Temple and Duke. Uh, games we'll talk about. Also, some very quickly, some news and notes in the NBA because we talked about Donovan Mitchell yesterday, mm-hmm. the big move uh, going from Utah to Cleveland. Uh, Danilo Gallinari has been diagnosed with a torn left ACL while playing for the Italian national team. I always wonder how GMs look at that and go, well, okay, yeah, we want you to play, but we don't want you to get hurt. I, Mark Cuban, it was always, he never wanted guys to play. And I understand why you're paying this much money. You can't afford to have a guy go on the shelf I mean, I get Gallinari's not a guy that's going to be necessarily that jumps off the page for most people. But, but a depth guy for the Celtics. There's no you question about player. it. Right. Yep. So one of those guys they, they bring in, you think maybe could be a difference maker there, or at least a guy that helps solidify the bench. I got Captain Rock fighting Dino Gallinari's agent over here. Key role player. <laughs> Remove the word key, buddy. He's a role player. He's not a key role player. Oh, man. The shooting he provides outside shooting for that team that's lacking on three-point shooting. Whatever. We're going to call it. They were count- Once they were every six on. games. So over the course of the season, he's given me about six games. But 16 the, games a year. As the favorite in the East, right? The yeah. C's, all of a sudden, that's going to erode a little bit of their Watch depth. out. Watch out for the Bucks. Uh, how about John Heyman? He reports that uh, the greatest pitcher in Major League Baseball. Jo- D- Jacob DeGrom, yes, sir. You know how much he wants a year in 50. his next contract? 50. 50. 50 million a season for Jacob DeGrom. Now, one, he's the best pitcher in baseball. He's not going to win the Cy Young. We've talked right. about it. He just he can't, get, can't get there. Some are saying, and I'm talking about players, i.e. Mookie Betts, best he's ever seen. So wow. take 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 whatever Woo. you now. I, I'm look. That's 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 rarefied air. But is he worth fifty million a year? And can the Metropolitans afford to pay it and not just kind of can't pay anybody else? Well, Steve Cohen, the owner, has got a, enough money. It shouldn't be an issue. The Mets are drawing. They're playing extremely well. I would say this for me right now. He's probably in the top five pitchers I've ever seen. Um, you know, when you look at the ability to take the ball every fifth day and just be dominant, Pedro, Pedro will always be I was number one. Say, for, is he, is he better, Pedro's the first. No, no, no. It's it's Pedro, and there's nobody in the rearview mirror as good as Kershaw was. Clayton's second, but P- Pedro Martinez, the one seven four ERA oh, when man. guys were basically juicing in the on deck circle, and he weighed like a buck twenty. Yeah, I, exactly. By the way, I always used to say, you know what, you should have a guy injecting the guys in the on deck circle. I thought it'd make it a lot more interesting. We know these guys. Hey, this guy's juicing. All right, Pete's going to go up against him. He's still going to strike him out. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, college football games that we're going to see tonight and also over the weekend. But again, if you want to get at us, anything we've said so far, Beeson Live, just tweet at us, or D Ross Sports or Amal Shaw One. Kelly, what's your Twitter? At Kelly Bidlin. At Kelly Bidlin. You can get a Kelly too. You don't like what he said about Danilo Gallinari. Come oh, he, on he gave him a compliment. He did give him a compliment. I like what he said. Come on back. More big bets right here at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stance and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discount on $175. You'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, where you can join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to help up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on VEASAN. Got some games tonight that we're going to get to and tomorrow as well. But did you have a beef... If you didn't have a big beef with Jeff Brom, the coaching, which a lot of people had a beef with, but not a huge one, right. the ADs, what is your consternation with athletic directors in college football? Well, first of all, why are they so scared to negotiate against these coaches and Jimmy Sexton and say, you know what? Listen, buddy, like take, for example, Kalen DeBoer is at Washington. Okay. If you said you don't want to meet his contract demand and he's like, well, I'm going to go, let him go somewhere else. There's only 20 to 30 of these jobs, right? Like, you know, you talk about general managers, only 30 jobs in Major League Baseball. And you see Kansas give Lance Leopold an extension by one year. Why are you giving Lance Leopold an extension? Are people lining up to go get a coach who went 2-10? and 10? I'm just wondering. I mean, where is that line? I would love to see it because there are probably plenty of people that can go 2-10. and 10. So you're just saying if, if you don't want them, let them out, right? Yeah. If you don't want to give them the new deal. Well, I, I see too many teams get held hostage. We saw Notre Dame make that mistake with Charlie Weiss. Yes. We've seen uh, Auburn make that mistake with Gus Malzahn, ended up firing him. We've seen a similar situation with the guy that's paid like he's Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney in Jimbo Fisher. But is he really even on that level? I know he's got one national title. Mm. I, I just think that so many times these universities are held hostage in these situations. I, that's why I always commend Oklahoma. They said, Lincoln, listen, you're a very good coach. You haven't lost more than two games in a season, but you haven't lost less than two games. Have a nice day. Enjoy Los Angeles. Pay those taxes. Who was the, uh, the AD at Florida Foley? Okay, yep. when, uh, when Spurrier was reportedly going to come back. Mm-hmm. I, by the way, this could be an old wives' tale that didn't actually happen. I want it to be true so badly. Because the rumor is, is that Foley interviewed Spurrier, you know, 8.0, yeah. and said, do you have a resume? My resume? Resume is those trope cases, got those trope cases down there in the hallway. Now, I don't know if that's true, but who should be making this shot? Should it be the coach of an established university or the AD that nobody knows about? Well, look, I think you have to, you know, the one thing is it's easy for ADs to sign off because they're not the ones paying the money. you got to go to the donors. I remember when uh, SMU signed Great June point. Jones. Uh, they, he, the athletic director at the time, he said, I called up our top 20 donors and said, can you guarantee 100000 for the next five years each to pay the $10 million? I mean, that's a big ask. And I think if you're going to ask somebody for that kind of money, you better get something in return for it. By the way, Steve Spurrier still remains my favorite coach ever to cover in Washington, D.C. Even though they didn't win, it didn't matter. It, oh, my goodness, was that man just full of quotes. The Jim Hazlitt line is one of my all-time favorite sport quotes. Hazlitt? Line. Now, what did he do, sleep in the office? Didn't work too well for him. <laughs> uh, let's so get on the college football games tonight. And let's start off with uh, Michigan State yep. against Western Michigan. This one uh, going to go uh, later on this afternoon. Now, Sparty is laying 21. 
Mm-hmm. You look at the job that Mel Tucker did last year, and I think you have to go, wow. Oh, opening. Right. Great segue, Dave. You paid this guy $95 million. Is he really going to be worth it? We're going to find out soon enough. Well, here we go. And then you got to lay this big number here with a total of 54 and a half. Boy, by the way, points again. Uh, they were coming easy and often last night. I don't know if that trend's going to continue here, but the tackling did look porous here in week one. What do you make of this big number for Sparty at home? Yeah, it is a bit of a big number here against the Broncos. An in-state team will be a bit of a challenge here. Michigan State, uh, the good news is they won't be any worse than they were last year in pass defense. 130th <laughs> out of 130 teams. Horrific last year. You do lose the big uh, running back in Kenneth Walker. He was the catalyst for this offense. A lot of it's going to be reliant now upon Peyton Thorne in terms of what he can do. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how efficient and effective they can be defensively. They've got eight starters back or seven starters back, but does it really matter? When you were that bad, you know, you want new guys coming in there. The one thing I like is they bring in Jalen Berger, the transfer at running back from Wisconsin, and we'll see how effective he can be. I like him. He's not going to be Kenneth Walker, but I think he's a guy that can be effective. Peyton Thorne, to me, is going to be a catalyst. Dave, this is the kind of game I, I didn't touch. We saw Missouri cover the number yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um I, Tennessee, yo, you talk about Rocky Top rolling well, you early. You nailed that call, too, right here on Big Bets yesterday. Well, I thought the first quarter they were going to come out. They get out. First play of the game, Ball State runs a, uh, a a double pass, and it's intercepted. And it was on. Hendon Hooker looked good, but again, it was against Ball State. And I think you want to see how Michigan State kind of comes out. Because Michigan State's the kind of team, I could see them going three and out in their first sequence, and maybe you get a better number on the in play if you have a uh, you know yeah. just a feel of what they're going to be. Well, that's a great way to look at some of these games here in Week One uh, until you really get a feel for what these offenses and defenses are going to look like. Exactly. Virginia Tech and Old Dominion's a game we've talked a lot about uh, this week. I haven't pulled the, the, the trigger yet on Old, Old Old Dominion here, but the Monarchs the number has come down, yeah. and it's come down rather significantly here. So I might have missed the best of the number. But the Monarchs could have got over a touchdown. Now it's gone under that at six. Is this danger for Brent Pry in his first game as the head coach of the Hokies? I, I think it absolutely is. When you look at this Virginia Tech team, there are definitely deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. Pry, remember, he has coached in Blacksburg before 10 or 11 years under Bud Foster, tremendous defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. But the big concern I have is when you look at Virginia Tech, defensively, do they have the ability to slow teams down? They just weren't that great. You look at Dave last year defensively. This team ranked 78th overall in total defense, 91st against the run. ODU, not necessarily an overwhelming offensive team, but when you factor in that Virginia Tech is not really beating up on anybody and they bring in Grant Wells to transfer from uh, Marshall, Mm -hmm. I am not a big fan of his. I I don't think he's a, a great passer, but he's got good mobility in terms of running the ball. I think ODU here plus six is probably the way to go. And low total there of 48 uh, for this one in the great state. Well, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, how about uh, those Temple Owls going to take on the Duke Blue Devils here? Boy, if you're Duke, you got to go, well, we got to get off on the good foot. What better way to do that than welcome Temple in? You got to lay nine and a half, a higher total there of, of 15 and a half here against the Owls. What do you make of Duke in this spot? Yeah, this is a Duke team, just nine starters back, four on defense, five on offense. I really don't like where this team is headed. Um, Mike Elko takes over. If that name sounds familiar, former defensive coordinator at Texas A&M and Notre Dame. Uh, We'll see how he does. I think the defense will be far better, but can the offense sustain the way it did under David Cutcliffe? He really did a tremendous job considering they don't get the same players that we see other teams get. Duke coming off a three and nine year. I have some concerns about them. On the flip side, you talk about a team that's really struggling in the Temple Owls. I mean, this is a program uh, projected to finish uh, last in league play this year. I'm not a big fan of this team. I I can see if people are going to lay the points here with Duke being at home. This is probably an opportunity for the Blue Devils to get a win, despite the fact that they're not overwhelming a team from a talent standpoint. Speaking of talent, when you look at Duke, right, mm-hmm. with Cutcliffe, you mentioned no longer there. You know, he had some pros. He got out of the Jameson Crowder. And, yeah. of course, Danny Dimes is the one that everybody thinks of. It's hard to get pros to play football in Durham. Or, I mean, you know what I mean? It's basketball school now. And now it's like, what is Duke going to be without Cutcliffe? Because at least when he was there, you had some identity in that Manning connection that maybe you could draw on kids. I just wonder if it's going to get worse, not better. Yeah, that's a great point. I think Mike Elko, though, is a good defensive coach where he could potentially attract some guys. And look, Duke's going to be in that Northwestern Stanford type of scenario. By the way, all those teams were horrific last year, right? Northwestern wins three games. I think Stanford won three mm-hmm. games and Duke won three games. But you say, hey, you're coming to an amazing academic school. Here's an opportunity. You're going to be able to play defense. And then once the defense gets better, maybe you can upgrade the offense along the way. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be a precipitous drop-off, 
But I just think that Cutcliffe was so good at mentoring quarterbacks that there is going to be some drop-off. Uh, TCU is going to go take on Colorado tonight. And when you look at the buffs, you go, well, and you know, we talk our, to our own Mike Pritchard here at the network, probably not going to be a really good year for the buffs. But what do you make of the Horned Frogs now? Gary Patterson gone. What is TCU going to look like? Kind of talk about Duke post David Cutcliffe. I wonder what TCU now becomes, because at least for, what, over a decade, they had an identity. Absolutely. Their identity was defense. They've decided to go in a completely different direction. I don't think it's a bad move. Sonny Dykes comes over from the hilltop at SMU, just goes 30 miles west, and he takes over for the Horned Frogs. They'll be able to recruit very well. They've already done that. 14 starters back, seven on the offensive side, seven on the defensive side. Dave, my concern a little bit with this team is Max Dugan under center. He can be good or great at times, and then other times very pedestrian. Now you're going on the road against the CU team that has a lot of question marks, not a big Carl Durrell guy. Mm. This is not a program that's going anywhere fast. They have really struggled so far under his tenure. Uh, I don't think things are going to get turned around here in this short span against a team like TCU. This is a Colorado team that returns just four guys on defense and six guys on offense. Really struggled offensively last year, 121st in scoring offense. Now you've got a team that's going to bring some tempo. Let's see if the uh, thin air in Boulder affects uh, TCU. That's one thing you pay attention to in the second half when you're betting a game in Boulder and Laramie, some of these places where the altitude could be a factor. Does this scream horned frog to you? Because like, that's what the kids do. They do this. It's – like, is that is that a horned frog? Uh, that is, by the way, the worst thing is that uh, the the big like boat horn type of that they have in the game when they score there yeah. in Almond Carter. You know, what I used to confuse as a kid, uh, the hook'em with the hang loose from Hawaii. Let me tell you, this is how the hook'em goes, buddy. Oh, horns down. <laughs> when we come back, Kenny White's going to join the program, get his thoughts on what he sees on the college football slate. Come on back. It is Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Sense Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zin understands that there isn't one right time to make a change, everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. So everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Zinn.com. Morning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside of Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. I look up. I see we have trouble for Andy Murray, who's yeah. taking on the Italian... Uh, Berrettini right now, and Berrettini has won the first two sets, 6-4, 6-4, so winning by a break in each of those. But we're on serve at 3-0 in the third. You know, the sentimental choice here is still Murray when you get these old guys even at the open, right? But Berrettini's a guy that's getting oh so close to knocking on doors. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just think the lack of consistency at times from him. I mean, he is an absolute monster on serve, but can he find a way – when it's necessary. You know, the, when you look at Murray and you look at these guys who are great, it's their ability to break serve as Berrettini just uh, hits a beautiful uh, forehand Ooh. shot on about a 30-shot rally, Dave. And both of these guys got to be gassed 30 after. 30-shot rally. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Somewhere around there, probably 25 to 30. It, it was, they're taking a second here and, you know, good on the chair umpire for not resetting the uh, serve clock here and giving them an opportunity to kind of catch their breath. Back in my day, if you had a 30-shot rally, you were playing on clay at Roland Garros. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right now we got these long ones at the hard courts. Very quickly, you know, we talk about football, and, and I thought off the top of the show you gave, gave a great point about hedging and or middling right. when you look at college football in-game. When you watch individual sports, yes, and I do it all, often in the UFC with mixed martial arts, you know, Murray is a classic hangdogger. Head kind of drops. Oh, okay. Do okay. you look at body language to try to read in, in a live tennis match that maybe this guy's still got some juice or maybe this person's on, you know, looking to check out? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example, and you bring up a great, great point. Uh, I remember Sloan Stevens was playing against Serena Cristea earlier this year. Uh, I think it had to be at the French Open, and she wins the first set comfortably, is up to love in the second set. 
And I said, well, this is going to be a great opportunity to start taking Sloan at plus prices on Cristea's serve. Mm. She breaks both times and bagels her in the, in the second set. So many times that's such a key. You see it in tennis. You, if a player gets – they lose a tiebreaker in a tight, tough set, boy, they sometimes take a mental dive. Uh, very quickly, bagel is such an underrated term that if you haven't played tennis like I did growing yeah. up, you know what it means when you get bagels. <laughs> Goose egg, kids. You got nothing. Not even a bagel. I think there's sometimes, though, to me, I, I, what's your thought on this? Like, if, for example, if we're going to a third set and it's going to be the deciding set outside of the Grand Slams on the men's side and then in the women's any time. I want to, if I'm down like 5-2 and the... And, You're tanking. Yes, because I want to serve first in the third set. You know, I got that feeling with watching Serena the other night in the yeah. second set. Mm-hmm. when it, it felt like, you know, I'll just go for big points. I'll go for, go for quick points. Right. If I get outright winners, great. But I'm not extending myself in a set that I feel like is already done. I'll save the energy. And boy, did she have plenty of it in the third set. You, great point by you. That's why I still love Sampras on grass at Wimbledon. He's like, I got to break a serve. I'm not even going to try in your service game. I don't need to because you're not breaking my serve. Anything on the U.S. Open, the United States Open tonight? Uh, no, I, you know, nothing right now. I still kind of looking. Got a match in progress right now with Shang, but uh, that's in the second set. So we'll see. Hopefully uh, something comes up. But uh, tell you what, take a look at this Hatchinoff match against Draper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Hatchinoff, who was a dog here, they're in the middle of the first set. Pretty good opportunity. I think he's the guy that can come through on this one. Can I ask you one more Serena-related question? Now, I'm not. this is not conspiracy theory at all. She lost yesterday with her sister, Venus, mm-hmm. in doubles. Yes. Do you think that was one of those, the sister's, Get together and talk, and Venus is like, hey, if we lose, I know you need the juice for singles. Hey, if we win, great, but I don't want you to overextend. You look fine, by the way. I don't, we, don't want you to, we don't want you to overextend because now the, the numbers are getting shorter. They're not down to 11 to 1. Nothing's changed except another day has passed, and Serena's gone from 12 to 1 to 11 to 1, and now that she's lost, she's out of the doubles, she can just focus on the singles. No, and I will tell you for a couple of reasons why I vehemently disagree with your theory that you're floating out here. Number that was one, a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, but the problem is then it goes to the integrity of the sport in, in general. But here's the reason why they lost. In doubles, so many great singles players, I know Serena and Venus have had great success in the past, mm-hmm. but they have not played doubles regularly for a long, long time. Uh, the, other, the other thing is, I, I think for those players, um, I think they were going up against Luc- uh, Lucia Hardrick. I, for, I forgot who they were playing, but anyway... You know, it's an important opportunity for them because they they got to get the money on the doubles side. The money's not near no, what it no, is. No, no, no. And so I, I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, I, I just think they just kind of succumb to the other team. Do you think Venus, what Venus wins? Seven slams? Seven slams. Okay. Like, I'm old. So, like, when Venus was the number one player in the world, and it, there wasn't a question. And then Little Sis was coming up. Yeah. I was like, wow, Little Sis is pretty good, right? Nobody knew. I wonder if Richard Williams knew that Serena would not just be better than Venus, but be arguably, and I know you like Steffi Graf as the GOAT, but arguably, like, we don't even talk about Venus as great as Venus Williams was because that's how great Serena is. That's what I think is criminal. She lost five finals to Serena. Like, Venus yeah. Williams is an all-time great yes. and doesn't get enough credit for it. I mean, absolutely unbelievable what she's been able to do. It's just unfortunate. It's kind of like this. I always say Ag- Andre Agassi is one of the greatest men's tennis players of all time. Mm-hmm. He's only the second-best player in his own family. <laughs> I, You know, like, the, well, the Mannings, I always said, until uh, Peyton won that second one. Yeah. Well, he's got one and a half because yeah. uh, in Denver he kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's but a like, great way of putting it. You know, like, I feel bad for Cooper who always sits at the little table, the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Cooper's a three-time lottery winner. He's getting commercials because he's related to the Mannings. Give me a break. Cooper might as well change his name to the Kardashians. My brother's done nothing for me in my life. Come on. That's exactly. I mean, what are you – is this guy kidding me with this? He can't sit with Eli and Peyton. Cooper, yeah, Cooper listen, let me statement. tell you something. Cooper didn't have to take the hits that Eli and Cooper took. I mean, sorry, Eli and Peyton took and Archie took. He's sitting there. He's like, you know what? Listen, my son's going to go become a star at Texas. He is living the life. Cooper's got to figure it out better than any of these guys. I wouldn't let Peyton eat with Eli for a while. Now that he's got two, they can sit at the Plus, same table. Plus, Cooper doesn't get bothered anytime he walks anywhere. You know, every everywhere Peyton Manning goes, people say, hey, can I get a photo of this and that? Cooper's like, hey, I'm good. I'm living life, man. I don't know if he's that good. Uh, we've got a big UFC card uh, tomorrow. And uh, by the way, shameless plug, you got to check out First Strike. First Strike, First Look is out right now. Lou Finnecaro and myself broke that down on Tuesday with the changing lines. Going to get to UFC Paris 
tomorrow. Now, it's got a lot of uh, very, I would say, European flavor to it. Obviously, Dana White and the UFC, they do a great job of trying to find European fighters oh, wherever they might be in the world and kind of have a lot of those type fighters uh, on the card. The main event is very intriguing to me. It's tied to Ivasta, who's over a $4 betting underdog right now against Cyril Ghosn. Cyril Ghosn is a Frenchman. And I always wonder them all, and I don't know how you look at these things, but I do factor in that when I'm home, as Cyril Ghosn is, and I'm the over $5 betting favorite against Taitu Ivasa, who doesn't have a care in the world, right? Taitu Ivasa is going to do shoeies when he wins. For those that don't know what a shoey is, and I was in Chicago, saw it firsthand. Ty wins. He gets up on the, jumps up on the stanchion, if you will, and somebody throws him a shoe off their foot. He takes a beer, pours it in said shoey, and chugs it. I don't know if it's a New Zealand thing. Oh, that's, man. That's what Tai Tuivasa does. So my point is, he's very loose. He's not tight. If you're at home and you're over a $5 betting favorite, I wonder if Cyril Ghosn might get a little bit tight in front of the home fans because expectations have never been higher. Do you ever factor that stuff in where the venue is, whatever sport it might be? We talk about it with New York City, with the United States Open. When you're, when you're a foreigner and you're playing, we saw all the people on Twitter with Serena Williams in the second round. Like, oh, they're rooting against the opponent. Yeah, they're rooting against the opponent. They're going to root against Taito Ivasa. You know why? He's not French. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, you're absolutely right in what you said. Uh, part of me can't get over the part of drinking the beer out of the shoe, but that's another story. <laughs> Shoey. Would you ever do a shoey? You already know the answer to that question. Um, you, you know, the thing is, Dave, it is a factor because I always used to say this about Floyd Mayweather. You and I have talked oh, about this. Man. You're a big boxing guy. You know, at the end of his career was when he's fighting these tomato cans. You had to knock him out. Floyd is like a national holiday in Vegas when he would fight twice a year, right? Cinco de Mayo and Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Those are big money makers for the MGM, Grand Garden sold out, T-Mobile Arena. I mean, it's, it's an event unto itself. So I think there's certain places... Um, Help me out here. Who right. did, who did uh, Manny Pacquiao fight in Australia? Oh, yeah, when he lost. When he lost. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff, a, uh, Jeff, Jeff Horn. Uh, Jeff, that, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Horn. Did Jeff the, Horn. Uh, I got the Jeff well, Horn. Got, that's all I needed. This guy's good on password. Um, you know, Je Jeff Horn here. But the point well, is. Nobody remembers Jeff Horn, but in Australia, at home, exactly. he walked into a trap. Uh, 100%. If that fight is anywhere else in the world, you think that's the same result if we get if that fight is in Manila? No way. Exactly. Are you kidding me? By the way. People talk about bad judging, and we'll talk about that in First Strike as well. When it goes to the cards, hold your breath. The worst scoring I've ever seen in combat sports, period. Manny Pacquiao, Timothy Bradley Jr. I had Pacquiao winning 11 rounds. He lost somehow by the judges' scorecards. I've never seen a decision like it. 11 to He completely dominated the fight. Lost I, the I cards. Know, I know. I remember. So when it goes to the cards, kids, hold your breath. Come on back to talk, talk more college football next right here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup. Watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Back alongside Amal Shaw, who does not drink. I am Dave Ross. I do drink. Now, the thing is, is that... Only one other person I know in this industry, Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl champion of the Pittsburgh Steelers, been on the network a lot with us. He's never had a drink in his life. I've gone to bars with oh, people. God, I, I hate people that have done better than me in that. Last time <laughs> I had a drink was my 21st birthday. Really? Yeah. So like, you see the Guinness ad that we just read that doesn't yeah. do anything for you. Like, I start salivating. Like, wow. I'm ready for a car bomb right now, yeah. uh, Dave. Come on. Let's right? go. Like, bars like gets, 20 feet away. Does it ever get cold <laughs> enough in Vegas, Kelly, for us to do car bombs or no? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure. I don't know where you guys are from, but I, you'd be looking at 6 to 10 in certain parts of the country. <laughs> it's just a drink, people. It's just a drink. Isn't it an Irish car bomb? Well, yeah. That's yeah. Like, yeah well, he didn't say that. He was, you know, listen. You, you drop it into the Guinness and then you... Then Every once in a while, there's a few people you'd like to attach a car bomb to their car. I have no idea. You know, I'm not sure. We were talking about the U.S. Open, and there's a great match on the women's side tonight at Flushing Meadows. Meadow? Meadows? I always get it wrong. Been there twice, still get it wrong. Meadow. Meadows. Meadows. Meadows, yes. So, Amal, you uh, have identified this one. Obviously, the crowd's going to be into it when you have two Americans. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Primetime. What do you make of the matchup tonight, and is there a number that you might like, whether it's just picking the side, or how long we think this match might go. Yeah, good question here, Dave. Uh, minus 165, Coco Goff versus uh, the other American, Madison Keys mm-hmm. here. Remember, Keys, a U.S. Open finalist, lost to Sloan Stevens in this tournament. So, should be a huge matchup. Look, this would be a night match, but because Serena's playing, they get bumped to a 315 oh. Friday start. But Labor Day weekend, oh, come it, on. Should be, it should be packed we here can't put at that the U.S. Well, you can't go opposite Serena. That's exactly, that's why. But it's going to be a big match. Should be a lot of fun. Look, on the price, I would have to lean towards Keys at plus 145. But this is one where if you're betting, what I would personally do is I didn't bet this match, but I would start with Keys, hope to get up a break early, then come back with Coco at a number that's low. Even if she's a minus number, come back at, a, at like 135 minus and come back with that one or once you get to a plus price. Look, I'm a big fan of trying to middle numbers hedge. There's opportunities all day long, and people that have done this for a long time will tell you, you look at that Penn State-Purdue game yesterday, perfect example. Oh, yes. You could have gotten Penn State, uh, I'm sorry, Purdue plus 185 when uh, Drew Aller comes in and they're down. Then all of a sudden, you could have gotten Penn State plus 190, plus $2 at various times when they were trailing so you're going to guarantee yourself a profit. That is what we call a pro tip, ladies and gentlemen, right there. That if you can lock in that profit, mm-hmm. and by the way, you have to do your due diligence. Right now, if you make a wager and then go out to dinner, you're not going to have the opportunity to hop in because you're not watching the game or the match like you mentioned tonight uh, in earnest where you can find those profitable situations. And as you've said, and again, here's a pro tip, kids. If you can lock in profit and not lose you're, and you're coming out in the black, that's where you want to be. You're absolutely right. And, you know, you want to make sure you don't want to be at the uh, at the bar at the Cosmo where there's no reception and you can't hedge on a play. <laughs> so find out, again, when you're watching that tennis match today, uh, look for maybe an early break, see how the numbers change, and then try to, to lock in profits. a good way to go. Dave, I just want to expand on what you just said there. I thought you brought up an excellent point. 
in tennis, for those that may not bet it with frequency, the uh, prices change based on what the score within the game is. Forget the game ending. Mm -hmm. And I thought Dave brought up a great point. When you get a break of serve, particularly in the men's side, what a huge opportunity is. They basically concede whenever a uh, – Player break serve on the men's side, oh, this set is over. It's not like the French Open where you know there's going to be 20 breaks of serve on clay throughout a five-set match. But on the men's side of the U.S. Open, you get that one break of serve. We saw it so far. Berrettini has not broken, been broken. 6-4, six, 6-4 four, six, four so far against Murray and on serve in game number 10 and a point away from being 5-5 five, five in the third set. You know, that is amazing that Berrettini – I don't – you know, look, guys, serves pretty, plenty big for my likings. Five all now, right? <laughs> But you don't think of Berrettini like a classic – nobody's serving volleys anymore. Correct. Right? Nobody does that. But if, if you do have a big enough – like John Isner still on the American side, I think of his serve, it's almost impossible to break on grass, right? That's the problem. What do you do if you're Murray? Because you're probably going to go to a tie break. How do you handicap that? Because then it really comes down to can I break – mini breaks, as they call it, yeah. in a tie break – in order to potentially take a set and get back into this match. Yeah, you bring up a great question, a great point. I think what Murray's doing is what you alluded to earlier with Serena. I think in a service game where he's down 30-love, I think Murray's kind of conceding. Murray's a great returner of serve, and when we get a rally going now, obviously a little bit of Murray's not the same player he once was, but you're more confident in Andy than you are Matteo Berrettini. I'm telling you right now, if Andy finds a way through this third set, it, this could get interesting and we could wind up at five. And it goes to five. I give Andy the edge just from a fitness standpoint and his ability having been there, having been a three-time Grand Slam champion. So uh, what we said what? Murray's 36 now? Uh, 35 or 36, yeah, right up there. Plus 850 live action on Andy Murray to somehow win this match. Uh, Matteo Berrettini right now, minus 2,500. Yeah, but Dave, real quick, if he wins the third set, the price is going to go down to probably around uh, Murray about $4. Oh, it'll change. It'll change. So you'll have, you'll have some opportunities. That's why if you really pay attention to most games, unless you're betting the Cleveland Guardians who've scored uh, uh, zero runs in the last 21 innings, you're going to have opportunities to be able to hedge left, right, and center in so many different games. Great call. And by the way, this is a DraftKings Sportsbook. The live set winner for this third set, yeah. right? Right now, five all. Murray's plus a dollar seventy-five. Yeah. Berrettini's minus two forty. So there are other ways now, as you mentioned, by point, and it's fifteen all. Yeah. In this key eleventh uh, game of this third set, so we'll keep a watch why. But what we're trying to do, people, is if you're really taking this seriously, this is you need to be on these screens yeah. and be ready to go because they're going to change literally point by point. Yeah. You don't actually even have to be watching the game or the match. You watch I mean, the screen. You want. It's exactly right. And 30-15, by the way. I feel like a linesman. <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, college football here. There's a game that I know that you like tonight. Mm -hmm. Now, this line between Illinois and Indiana uh, in the Big Ten has, has moved uh, rather dramatically now. So you could have gotten Illinois, I believe, by 3-3.5 three, three when it first came out. That has been shorted all the way to Indiana now favored by just a point and a half. Do you look at the Hoosiers – Wes Reynolds University, and think that maybe possibly it could be a good buyback spot, if you will, on, on Indiana. Uh, I do not because the move to me is not significant okay. enough. We're going from three to one and a half. I'm sorry, from uh, Indiana three. minus three cut to minus half. one. Half. Yeah, cut yeah. a point and a half. Look, I don't believe this Hoosiers team. Dave, if you take away the Maryland game where they scored 35 points and lost, in seven of their last eight games, they scored a total of 53 points for about a 7.3 points per game average. Mm. They lose Michael Penix. He transfers to Washington, where Kalen DeBoer, who was the offensive coordinator at Indiana, is now the head coach before his stop at Fresno State. This team really had some issues last year. This, to me, is a play on Illinois, not based on the Illini and how they looked against Wyoming. Everybody's going to score on Wyoming. The, the reason why I like this team is Tommy DeVito is looking like himself, himself from 2015, where he was terrific uh, for Syracuse. If he can keep that going... I think there's an opportunity for this uh, team with Chase Brown running the football. They could be really dangerous. So this this would be one to pay attention to if you like uh, Illinois and Indiana. Uh, but I would be betting against Indiana this year. Uh, by the way, it, it, this is a subtle point, but I think it's a smart point by you. When you're really trying to – your port, portfolio over the mm -hmm. entire college football betting season, you can play Illinois and take the point and a half. You can. You can do that. Minus 110. Right. Or you could take Illinois a little plus value, plus $1.05 on right. the money line. Long term, those little things, how many times are going to fall on one? Correct. Correct. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Now you're at plus 105. It was even in some of the places here yesterday. I would have taken the plus uh, one and a half at that point instead of just the even. Okay. But the, where the real difference was to me was at the two and a half. 
I thought it was a great opportunity to be able to take um, Illinois. Illinois there on the money line at the two and a half, especially instead of – I know people are like, well, three is a key number. We saw it in the Penn State game mm-hmm. yesterday. You lost by half a point. In the Pittsburgh game, you lost by a half a point or a point. But, you know, think about so many of the other games where it didn't matter. I think that's something that's so crucial. You mentioned the Oklahoma State game. Didn't didn't come into play the half a point or a no. point there. I, I think we get so tied into the one or two games where you recall over the course of the season where we get beat. You know, and very quickly, you look at the total, it's 46 and a half. And again, I know people didn't expect a ton of points in the backyard brawl. They got them. Got maybe a lot more than people thought in the PSU for don't game last night. The tackling looks so bad, okay, yeah. right now. And there's still kids. Do you look at it and go, you know, I might play more overs early until the tackling and defense catches up, or do you think that's we really have to take it game by game? Yeah, you got to take it game by game, and I think it varies based on the situation and scenario. To your point, I was watching Alabama, A&M, and UAB. Boy, I tell you what, I don't think Alabama, A&M worked on a single tackling drill. But this is the new era of football, kids. We don't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah. So the first time you're going to tackle somebody's in live action, see how that works out for you. That didn't work out so well uh, last night for the underbetters. So Maul's going to take uh, Illinois, take that point and a half uh, right there. It's still right, pretty good number right now on Illinois because, again, we'll find out if this is as close as we've seen elsewhere. By the way, 40-all deuce in game number 11. That game is still going on. The entire time we had the college football conversation, that game's been going on a 5-all in the third set. Andy Murray against Matteo Berrettini. Love the pronunciation on the names. By the way, he held off two break points, and now he's going to have to hold off another one. I can't trill. I wish I could trill my R's. Can't do it. Berrettini, I can at least do the T's. Come on back. Hour number two of Big Bets here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play.